Hey. Hey. Where have you been? I have no idea. What year is it? I don't even know. I think the last time we talked was maybe Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Which was wow. 17 years ago. <laughs> that was like a different world, wasn't it? I think since then we've hopped timelines to the worst possible timeline of all time lines. Can we get out of this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, how have you been? Things have been pretty fun. So, well, all things considered. I'm talking yeah. more home life, sure, right? Because sure. that's usually all we talk about. Mm -hmm. But since, you know, even since the last few months, things have changed for our son. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the shift happened and now he's into wrestling, which has been amazing. It's been so good. He's when we say he's into wrestling, he's all in. Wants to be one when he grows up, wants everything wrestling related. Yeah. Well and and Caitlin is slowly turning into Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> which has been fun also. Caitlin Savage. So so really I think like most not much has happened. Just terrible things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. So since we've been gone, we've been talking about kind of some things we could try, and we thought about trying something new tonight. I hope you're excited. I am so excited. <laughs> I hope it works out. It will work out, and hopefully everyone enjoys this. Sure. But what we're going to do is each one of us is going to bring, we, are, we have brought two stories to the table. <laughs> Better bring it. <laughs> one is a real story, mm -hmm. something that has actually happened. The other is one that we have made up. <laughs> and what we're going to do is each person is going to read through their two stories, and then the other person is going to try to guess which one is real and which one is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and it should be fun. Uh, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Who's well, going first? Well, let's rock, paper, scissors. Oh, okay. Oh, T threw a scissors. I threw a paper. This uh, is scissors wins. Dang it! So do you go first then? What does that mean? I'm gonna have you go first. <laughs> I think I get to pick. Okay, that's fair. Okay. All right. So I'm just gonna pick one of my stories at random, and let's get into it. Okay. Story numero uno. Do you remember the movie Failure to Launch? Uh, I don't know. The same. Okay. No one remembers it. Okay. Matthew McConaughey was in it. Okay. Anyway, failure to launch is a term that describes someone who is unable to leave their parents' house or be self-reliant at all. Okay. So, in 2014, one New Jersey blogger took this term to an entirely new level. The age of 43, having never lived outside of his parents' house at 43. We'll call him Kyle. Kyle was asked by his parents to find a job and pay rent or leave their home. It's fair. It's very fair. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> Get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> so a couple weeks after they asked him to leave, Kyle packed up all of his belongings and left the home. However, he did not find a new place to live. He waited for his parents to leave the house and placed his belongings in their attic and tucked himself away in the family's old ass couch bed. <laughs> <laughs> And it was this this bed was like in his former room. So he was like a blogger, a video gamer, and this thing was old as fuck and yeah. like dilapidated. But he managed to like fold himself inside of it and close the couch on himself. So Kyle 
lived in this couch bed for like three weeks. Um, <laughs> he became nocturnal, slept inside the couch bed during the day, uh, come out uh, during the day if his parents left the house. Um, he would blog when he came out, eat, shower, change his clothes, and then go back to his new room inside of the couch bed. Sometimes he'd even leave the house to meet friends and sneak back into the home to go back to his little hole. That's a small bed. It is. But, okay, so my theory is it was so old that it flexed enough to where he could get in. And also, like, are his parents going into his room? Right. Probably not. Right. So if it was lumpy, (laughs) they're not going to notice. We know you're in there, Kyle. (laughs) Kyle. Kyle. Kyle! On the couch. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, the parents, who I think would probably be in like their mid to late 60s at this point, decided to turn Kyle's old room into a study. So they got rid of all of his old like decorations and they painted his room and they threw out all of Kyle's old furniture. Oh, God. (laughs) Including his new home, the couch bed. So... Unable to escape the couch bed for fear of his parents seeing him. And I mean, I think potentially they could, he could get in trouble for like breaking and entering. Um, He waited inside the couch until they went to sleep. Fortunately, Kyle never made it out of the couch bed. And it's presumed he slept so deeply that he didn't even hear the scheduled trash pickup and was likely crushed to death. Now, the only reason we know what Kyle was doing is because he was an avid blogger. Uh, and gamer and he usually blogged about games but when this happened he felt like he was getting one over on the man so people who followed his blog started following him and he basically started like an underground movement of like free renters who were coming up with creative ideas of ways to live for free inside of other people's homes mostly parents homes right so that's the story of kyle the couch potato god (laughs) kyle if you made it and you're listening, oh my god! I have to meet you. I got to hear all about this. You, you know he's got like he's got a scent to him. Oh, oh yeah, Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> don't try that. No, please don't. Don't don't be a Kyle. No one be a Kyle, unless you're our Kyle. friend Kyle. Kyle, you're fine. <laughs> this isn't about you, Kyle. Okay. Okay. Story number two. I'm ready. So for this this story, let's jump back in time Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> to 2009. Do you even remember it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay. This was too many, too many thousands of years ago. Yeah. Pandemic time. So imagine being a young female, 20-something, walking home from, I don't really know where they were walking home from, but you get it. Now imagine seeing a car pull up beside you and slow down and you're like oh not again like this is just a reality for younger women especially to just get like accosted on the street harassed but you look over expecting to see somebody like i don't know what men do but that sounds right (laughs) hey there (laughs) um but you see his this man's window is rolled down and he is naked from the waist down so he has his window rolled down His pants are off. He's holding something. Okay. He's holding a slice of cheese. Swiss cheese. Oh. (laughs) With the holes. Mm Mm-hmm. After a few seconds pass, 
the Swiss cheese pervert offers to pay you $20 to massage his peen with the cheese. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not a good price. No. Um, you're going to have to do better than that, sir. So this same scenario happened over and over again to women all across Philadelphia. Many were able to take pictures of the Swiss cheese perv before he drove away with holes in his heart. <laughs> <laughs> he was later caught in 2014 after making similar offers on the dating site OkCupid. Philadelphia can now rest easy. Everything is all Gouda once again. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Dad jokes. That's the Swiss cheese murderer. Murderer? Oh my <laughs> oh god! My god. Okay, uh, I'll take my guess now. Okay, how do you? But how do you feel about about the choice of cheese? The Swiss. It's one of the it's stinkier disgusting. cheeses. Yeah, I I I don't enjoy eating Swiss unless it's melted on something. Sure. Like a Reuben. Absolutely, that's the only time I really find it acceptable. But if it's snuck in on a cold cut and I don't really know about it, if I'm not making it, mm -hmm. I'll eat it. Okay. But. Eating it by itself? No. That's fair. Eating it <laughs> off of a penis. Eating it off of a penis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess touching it. It would be the smelliest hand. It afterward. really, just the body heat, oh. cheese how, mixture. <laughs> how long does it keep the cheese? Hopefully it's fresh. Okay, so I, and they're both ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to say that the Swiss cheese is real. Is that your final answer? No. Yes. Okay. It, it, that's right. The Swiss it's cheese correct. pervert is right. the real one. And I was kind of thinking that you made that one up. There was a lot of puns in there. So I was like, <laughs> she she clearly wrote this. But the couch potato, really? <laughs> Can I read you a couple of updates on the Swiss cheese, cheese pervert? Uh, absolutely. He pleaded guilty to several charges and was sentenced to eight years probation and is required to register as a sex offender. There are pictures of him. I'll show you a picture of him. With cheese? Yeah. Of him getting caught in the act of harassing women. Um, so he explained in court uh, that he had issues finding women when he was younger due to the fact that he was overweight and he ended up developing a sexual fetish in order to deal with this. And his explanation was, I found that women tend to like dairy products. And settled on cheese to represent the girl. Thus, I started having sex with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? How is that the first place? Like, there's holes in it, I guess. But yeah. like, Those are little holes, too, though. Ugh, little stinky holes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you some pictures of him right okay, now. please. Oh, my God. They put a they put a star over his penis. Over his penis. Oh, he's licking his lips, and holding the cheese, dangling over it. the cheese. That's a big piece of Swiss. It's a huge. It's that's a deli sliced piece of Swiss. Swiss cheese pervert. <laughs> oh, he looks so good. Ugh. Okay, so here's my first story. I'm gonna set the stage for you. So we are we're in a popular local bar and grill. Okay, you and oh. me. No, 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 no. Oh, this this takes place. <laughs> Sorry. We could we could be there. We can act like we're sure, there. Sure, sure. Okay, so so it's called Christie's Local Bar and Grill. One of those places that's packed pretty much every night. Thirty mm three -hmm. year old Dennis Myers. He's he's a regular. Uh, goes to Christie's, and this night he had a little bit too much to drink. Oh no, Dennis! Got into it with a few different people, uh, also staff members, and was booted. Standard night at Christie's. Right. 
run in his mouth when he leaves. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll show them. (laughs) (laughs) So, so bartender Jimmy Chandler thought that was the last he was going to see a dentist that night. But boy, was he wrong. (laughs) And he had no idea what was about to happen. Roughly an hour later, Dennis comes back and he somehow sneaks in. They do have a bouncer at the front. Um, This is a weekend night. So it's, you know, one of those where they do have a doorman. And he gets in past him and takes a seat at the bar. Well, who he sits next to, you'll find out later, is someone that Dennis did not want to come in contact with. Oh, no. Yeah. Was it the Swiss cheese pervert? Oh, my God. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about him until right now. <laughs> Neither did Dennis. So Dennis sits down. Well, immediately, it's it's bartender Jimmy who knows Dennis. You know, Damn it, Dennis. You, Dennis, you need to leave. We're going to call the police. So... You know, other staff members start coming up. They're trying to remove him again uh, from Christie's. And suddenly he pulls a grenade. A, gr- a grenade? A grenade. That really escalated quickly. From his jacket. <laughs> He's raising it in the air. He's shouting, Y'all better get back. <laughs> I'll use it. <laughs> so as people just start screaming, they're frantic, you know, throughout throughout Christie's. So he's backing up. He clearly doesn't have a plan. He's just shouting. He's still drunk as hell. Uh, But back to the man Dennis was sitting next to, his name is Scott Anthony. Authorities would later find out he was a wanted felon. And unfortunately for Dennis, he was armed. Oh, no. And he was dangerous. So as Dennis is flailing around this grenade, threatening to, to pull the pin and use it on all of Christie's, and himself. This is a bad plan, Dennis. And himself. Scott pulls a gun and he shoots Dennis. But where he shot Dennis, it was more of a flesh wound, you know, just on his left arm, mm-hmm. not the arm that he was holding the grenade with. Well, Dennis, his first reaction is to throw the grenade back at Scott. <laughs> the grenade hits Scott square in the nose. Ow. Yeah. Instantly pissed. So it hits him square in the nose. And launches him back into the corner of a concrete bar top. That's a strong arm. Everyone frantic at this point because a grenade was just launched. But it doesn't detonate because it wasn't real. It was a decorative paperweight. (laughs) And this thing was solid. That's why it knocked him back so far. Destroyed him. Yeah, after the initial shock... The police or the staff members obviously called the police who arrived. And unfortunately for Scott, his heroics would prove deadly as no. he remained in the ICU for a few days before passing. Oh, my God. From a paperweight to the nose. To the nose. Oh, my. Dennis was sentenced to 20 years and still remains in prison. He didn't have a criminal background. He was just a drunk idiot one night and made a terrible mistake. We've all been there to a certain degree. Yeah, just don't have a grenade paperweight. I, I don't think I want to go to Christie's. <laughs> Story two kind of has a similar feel to the Swiss cheese. Ooh, guy. we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. So setting the stage for story two, it's a it's a shopping center. So strip of restaurants, some retail, uh, some open walkways and benches. Okay. okay. So so the witness, Katie Beatty, walks out of a restaurant and 45-year-old Paul Bennett is lying down on a public bench. He's 
clearly drunk and he's shouting loudly. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> gibberish at this <laughs> point. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. She's just, you know, watching at this point. You know, just got out of the restaurant. Before I head home, I'll see what this guy's doing. Sure. So Paul Bennett, still shouting. He sits up. He pulls his pants and underwear down. <laughs> now exposing himself and starts to jerk. No. Yes. Not sure what the fuck is happening and what will happen next. <laughs> Katie can't look away. <laughs> I don't blame her. I would be fully fixated. Yeah. I don't know if she was saying anything at this point, but she remains watching what Paul's going to do next. So Paul, still going hard. <laughs> <laughs> and walking towards a postal public mailbox. So one of those, you know, like the blue mailbox that are in public areas like right you can drop slot. a letter yeah, exactly you got it <laughs> so he starts walking towards that katie still doesn't know you know what the hell is happening at this point and he starts making sexual advances at the mailbox oh so hard to be a mailbox these days yeah this poor box <laughs> it didn't have a way of protecting itself but luckily the police showed up before he finished oh <laughs> <laughs> so Paul was found guilty of two charges of indecent exposure, but that wouldn't be the end of his story. Did he have mailbox babies? Either the mailbox, maybe a garbage can, or perhaps a payphone. <laughs> a payphone. <laughs> Got revenge on Paul for his lewd act, and he was found dead behind a Chinese restaurant just a year after the mailbox incident. Oh, shit. Is this like, like the ring where it's like seven days? You stick your dick in this mailbox and yeah. you only got a few months. And I kind of left a little bit out, but he was fully having sex with the mail slot. I assumed. Yeah. We all did. And Katie saw, unfortunately. <laughs> so sorry, Katie. Um, Katie's not sorry. No, she's not. And and Paul got his. Good. Don't fuck with mailboxes, Paul. Absolutely not. <laughs> Never fuck with a mailbox. <laughs> the USPS will get you. Right. So the paperweight, I feel like, is such a crazy old school detail that makes me think Christie's and Dennis is the real story. No. <gasps> what? <laughs> the mailbox was the real story. And it was just the headline was, man who has sex with mailbox found dead behind <laughs> Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I was like, I have to read it's that. It's the most perfect headline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job. Thank you. Good job to you. Very creative. Well, well. we love you guys. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks Christy's. for stopping by. Bye. Bye.